What it do? What's up? What's popping? What's good? All right. It's been a minute. Not even it's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. But we back. We good. We rolling. Y'all listening. Y'all supporting. Y'all tuning in. Y'all been anticipating. And I appreciate all the love. And I'm just so happy at the fact that I got over the little funk I was in. I was unmotivated. I wasn't putting in the work or the time. Um, and I definitely wasn't trying to put out no mediocre shit either just to keep the momentum. But honestly, I only know why I'm surprised. I need to stop selling myself short. But the momentum has been crazy for the past few months. Like, y'all haven't heard from me. So, by the time y'all hear this, it'll be September. Just give it up for that. We made it to the last quarter of the year, all right? Last time y'all heard from me was January. <laughs> and the title episode was 2022, Ain't This Some Shit? And might I just say that's been exactly it for me. 2022 has been some shit. Maybe it's been some shit for y'all. We can relate. If it hasn't been and it's been a breeze for y'all, I love it. I love to hear it. <laughs> but for me, whew, I'm telling you, it's been some shit. But I'm going to be different this time around. We not going to go into it or rehash, you know what I'm saying? Because the past is the past. What I will say is that your girl is trying. Your girl is bouncing back. Your girl is here and she's present and she's looking forward for what's next to come. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. (laughs) I'm kind of nervous a little bit because it's been a minute since I've been recording. Um, hopefully I don't ramble throughout this episode, but the typo, the typo, look, I'm ready. Girl, relax. All right. Relax your shoulders. Unclench your jaw. All right. The title of this episode is going to be called unpacking shit because that's the best way I could explain what I've been on lately um just really trying to figure out what triggers me what really started some of the bad habits I have my coping mechanisms and so on and so forth. So yeah, unpacking shit. I would say what definitely has been helping me with it has been shadow work, journaling, meditating for real, and just, you know, talking about the things that I necessarily don't want to talk about. 
yeah, your girl got a therapist, y'all. She is. She's a gift, okay? And it's just like. Us as a community, we need to stop debunking therapy. Bro. Like, I be feeling a weight off my shoulder after every session. Like, it's a tool. It's a tool, for real, for real. So, just like, people shouldn't be embarrassed. People should not be closed off for trying it. Like, bro, number one, she's a woman. She's black. Not only is she black, she is Haitian, bro. (laughs) Bro. She, She know me. And I know her. Like, I love it. And, bro, the type of assignments that she gives me, it does work. And, like I said, all the tools I've been incorporating has been making a difference. But I, what I might say is, what I might add is, that if you're not consistent, it's not going to work, for real, for real. You're going to keep on having to... Start over again, start over again, and start over again. And sometimes there's nothing wrong with starting over. But you know what? For real, for real, take your time out to really, you know, dissect and break things down. You know what I'm saying? Spend time with yourself. Spend time with your thoughts and just really do the work. And I promise you, you will have some breakthroughs. But, (laughs) y'all... What can I say without rehashing on too much is, for instance, my car accident, right? Traumatizing. But it put me in something brand new. Some, something I've been talking about for a minute. Like, I want a new car, I want a new car, I want a new car, I want a new car. Did I want to get a new car that way? No. But it just goes to show, like, you know, just how the universe plays play things out like whether it's a whether it positively impacts you at first or negatively impacts you at first like my car accident negatively impacted me and more than I thought it would but I'm telling you like it just it's sometimes it's even hard for me to explain but even when I go back to think of that day, something was off. Like, number one, I was already in a rush. My son wasn't trying to wake up on time. And I had to be back home at 8.30 to clock into work. And literally, <laughs> bro, the time I accident was 8.26. That's when the impact and everything happened. 826 and um, I take this route every single day so just imagine how it was for me to get back on the road and pass the road every single day twice a day where that stuff happened like I had to, I had to get myself out that hole reliving it 
because it shook me up. It shook me up and it had me in a headspace where um, I was more anxious. I was more anxious than ever. And I already, let me not say suffer, because we working on, you know, watching our words, but I was already, you know, battling with, you know, anxiety. And I was having, you know, episodes of depression as well, where I didn't want to get out of bed, <clears throat> but I had to, cause I got someone else to take care of. But, you know, things like that, like I didn't want to get out of bed I just wanted to just lay down all day and just just sulk just cry and just like I had no you know nothing to really look forward to at that time like I was just thinking about the fact that wow if my son was in this car with me, he would not be with me no more. And I'm so grateful for that, yes, but it was making me sad because it was just like, where would I be? Even thinking about it now, I don't want to cry, but it's just like, literally, y'all, the back of my car, done for. And my son sits in the back of the car. So, it's just like, the thought of that playing every day in my head, it was... It was crazy. So, but I end up, you know, getting something brand new and I'm just, I'm just working on perspective more than ever these days. And just looking at how life plays out when, you know, you feel like the world is crumbling around you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just to hash on that real quick. So, that was back in June. Um, <laughs> and we're towards the end of August right now. My son's birthday is on the 31st, the last day of the month. And I'm super emotional about that because he's turning six. And I'm just like, wow, I can't believe it. I, it was just like yesterday, he was so tiny in my hands, head full of hair, just pink, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is smallest baby. Even when I was pregnant, bro, Zaire, he, he was a night baby. Like, I'll be up at night because you're kicking so much this like my my child's really six like he's gonna be 10 in four years and in six years after 10 he's gonna be 16 and then two years after that he's gonna be 18 like no slow down and i don't know i keep on replaying this these this the saying I don't know where I heard it from, but I know when I heard it, it made me emotional. But it's just like, think about how many summers do you have left with your kids, for real, for real. And then I keep on replaying after that. When I think of that, my mom saying, you know, <laughs> my mom or even my dad would say too, like, you know, 
hold on to these these times right now because you're gonna miss them a lot when your kids are grown and they don't want to call you <laughs> they'll be shady to me when they will say that but yeah like bro I got a whole six-year-old basically and eventually he's gonna be a teenager and then a young adult and it's like I just want to put him in the bubble because the world is wild the world's not safe the world's crazy and um yeah it could be overwhelming just thinking about it because like I'm re- I really am a mama bear like bro like that's my everything like my son is my everything and it's just like it's a pleasure and such a privilege to see him grow but it's just like slow down please and it could also be like you know girl I don't want you don't want to have an apartment much longer you know what I'm saying you want your house with the white fence big backyard for your child to run around in so it's like come on let's Let's get it together. All right, y'all. It's only right. <laughs> it's season two. It's in crickets. So I'm going to be a little bit more vulnerable than I usually have been. So I got my manifestation journal in front of me because it is called unpacking shit, right? So let's see what your girl has been putting down in this you know journal I got there's a like one thing I like about this journal that I do got it's it's a lot of shadow work in here a lot of questions that seem so simple but when you like really sit yourself you're just like all right why I can't find an answer come on now so let's see What is currently keeping me from living my dream life? One word. I put discipline. I feel like I am disciplined in some areas, but in the areas that do matter for real, for real, for ultimate, you know, life, I'm not the best at. So I feel like discipline really does matter. Discipline makes a difference. And yeah, I feel like holding yourself accountable and showing up and doing the work and holding yourself to a standard, you know, it's going to work it out in the long run, to be real. And even now, let me go to my thing. Hold on. Ugh, why is it acting like this? Okay. I got this dictionary on my app on my phone as the app. It's not a standard um dictionary though. It's I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Etymology. And if I sound a little bit different to y'all, I did get my tongue pierced. It is still healing. Yeah, your girl get piercings when she's going through it. I get piercings and tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of my coping mechanisms. So, discipline is a noun. 
and what does it say in here? Hmm. Why is it? I mean, okay. I'm sorry, I was dozing off, but okay. One of the things that says, one of the meanings is his punishment for the sake of correction. Damn. I like that. Punishment for the sake of correction. Yeah, discipline. Yep. Punishment for the sake of correction. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when we think of discipline, we're thinking about, you know, when people discipline their children and where the kids may be. But, you know, when overall uh, adding, you know, discipline into your life, it makes a difference. So, yeah. What is currently keeping me from living my dream life when we're disciplined? Okay, I'm not going to do too many of these. Cause, yeah, I'm trying to be vulnerable, but I'm not trying to, you know, we're not there yet. I ain't that comfortable yet. Let me stop playing. <laughs> That's the whole point of this. I can't be preaching a life that I don't live. So let's see what else. Um, What parts of my life don't reflect who I am. My mistakes I made out of anger. My impulsive decision making due to lack of control over my emotions. Let me tell you something. I don't like admitting to the fact that I don't have control of my emotions. I don't like being told that I don't have control of my emotions. There's a particular person that always tell me that and mm, they're right. I don't like admitting I'm wrong and the next person is right. But no, I have had poor control over my emotions over the past few years. And I've kind of allowed myself to be the victim in every scenario. And in some scenarios where I wasn't a victim because I knew better. And you can't be a victim if you knew better. Hello. Ugh, girl. You over here. I'm really going to chop myself up this, this episode, but it's okay. So, yeah. Let me go back. Because that was one of the questions I did not want to answer. I had a hard time answering. So, once again, what parts of my life don't reflect who I am? Hello, my mistakes I made out of anger, my impulsive decision-making due to lack of control over my emotions. Um, and that's one of the things I mentioned to my therapist because she had to explain to me. She was like, why you think you don't have control of your emotions? I was like, I don't have control over my anger. 
not necessarily all my emotions, but anger. And she was like, why do you believe that you don't have control of your anger then? And I was just like, because I never really experienced anger until the last few years. And, we, and she was like, can you explain that? And I was just like, I don't know. I never consider myself a person that gets angry until, you know, the past few years I experienced some shit that rightfully so made me angry. Before, I I used to get upset or mad or agitated, but I kind of used to, you know, dust things off and not let, get, not let things ever get me angry. So when I started experiencing anger, which, which I considered it was true for the first time, anger, I used to lash out and do some out of pocket ass shit. Okay. Like really out of fucking woodlock, whatever the fuck that saying goes. And she basically explained to me, like, I've been angry before, just never to that extreme, you know, extent. Um, or I never really got angry often. So I would never know how to respond to it you know, situations and anger, which really made sense. Cause like I said, I used to dust things off. I never used, I never allowed someone to get me angry or even upset to the point where they realize that it's bothering me because I feel like you about not about seeing me out my character or seeing me sweat or seeing me flinch. Um, and I used to be very careless. But over the last few years, with the situation that I've been in, but I no longer am a victim to or a slave to, um, an individual definitely used to play my emotions and um, have me in some fucked up situations where I didn't deserve the shit that was being um, done to me or even said to me, and I will become angry I will become irate and I wouldn't think before I would do anything I would just do okay and that landed me in some shit okay that shit landed me in fucking orange more than once but (laughs) this tiktok I came across the other day and this girl she was speaking facts okay I don't know if I'm saying it entirely right, but my past is not a residence. I no longer live there. So, yeah, talking about it now, I don't even feel like any type of way. Before, it would trigger me, but now that I'm talking about it, it is what it is. What's done is done. I can't do nothing about it. But going forward, am I still going to react the way that I've done before? No. And that's all there is to it. Ooh, I like this. I was over here kind of nervous about reading some of the shit out my manifestation journal. Not my actual journal. Hello, okay? And this is the shadow work section of the manifestation journal because for real for real you can't manifest shit if you don't look on some shit unpack some shit okay all right so i'm gonna do probably one or two more um, 
Am I holding on to something I need to let go of? What do I need to let go of to move to that next level in life? And I answer this as, I need to let go of the heartbreak and betrayal inflicted on me by others I loved. And very much so, I just need to do that. Because, bro, you can't value someone more than you value yourself. No, for real. And when I say that, if I really was vibrating at a high frequency of it's me over them, most of the shit that have, you know, inflicted pain on me wouldn't have been as painful. And one of the books I've read recently, well, went back to read again, because I read it when I was younger, but I read recently in a different, you know, perspective and different view, is The Four Agreements. And, hold on, it's in front of me right now, actually. Just so, you know, get my words correct. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and the actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Hello, let me tell you something. Don Miguel Ruiz, he was spitting. He was spitting. He was spitting, he was spitting, he was spitting. So yeah, no. We're not doing that going further. And unpacking shit in terms of why I used to you know, let shit like that bother me, girl, I'm still figuring out why, because was it love for real? No, (laughs) let's be honest, was it real, was it love for real? No, like, whether it was a relationship, friendship, like, bro, you not meant to be in my life, you wasn't meant to be in my life, you wasn't meant to, you know, Go forward in life with me. That's okay. That's cool. I used to take things so personally. And I still, you know, take things personal, but not as much, you know, ever since I've been starting doing the work because it's just like, bro, that shit could be really debilitating. Like, hell nah. I need to let go of the heartbreak and betrayal inflicted on me by others I love. Like, betrayal? Child. You only got one time. One time, one time, one time. No second chances. I'm sorry. I don't got it in me no more. I don't. Okay, what's another one? What's another one? How do I want to grow? I want to become my highest self, the woman I'm meant to be, the woman God has set me out to be. Very much so. I don't want to miss my mark. And that's even more like, that's when the pressure is getting worse. That like, bro, I'm just, I'm just trying to complete what 
what I've been put on this earth to do. I do not want to miss my mark. I don't want to just exist. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like this podcast is just a piece to that big puzzle. This one, I had like a paragraph child. Write down the reasons why you believe you are not successful yet. What would you do differently if you knew nobody would judge you? What is holding you back? What limiting beliefs are holding you back? And I wrote, I believe I'm not successful yet. Because I often saw myself short. I'm also fearful of not having enough support. I overwhelm myself with doubt and what ifs. I tend to convince myself I am not likable. I also have many second thoughts of not being good enough or underqualified. I would have started with no prior procrastinations if I knew nobody would judge me. That's, that was something that was hard for me to write because, um, sometimes we like to live in a delusion of like, you know, we don't give a fuck. And it's like, rightfully so most of the time we don't give a fuck, but it's that little percent, that little percentage of that we do give a fuck that takes over, bro. And... It's not even that, like, I seek validation per se or I'm, like, a hung-on people pleaser. I just, I don't want to disappoint the people that matter to me. I don't want to disappoint myself. And, um, I'm just trying to live right, you know? For real, for real. Because there are some broken, fucked up individuals in in this world who are completely okay with the way they are. And they expect people to put up with it. You know what I'm saying? Me, I had to get myself right and had to, like, really be honest with myself and be like, okay, Melissa, you know, the way you're going is not right. And, um... This is not who you are. And if you keep on going down this route, you are going to be, you know, very unhappy. And the people that you hold dear, they're not gonna they're not gonna have any more energy or room for it. So yeah. That was some of the thoughts I was coming up when I was, you know, doing this, this shadow work. Ooh, I, I feel like I unpacked a lot by answering these questions that I wrote up in this thing. <sighs> Y'all, it's crazy because I'm very, very... <laughs> very closed off when it comes to things like this because it's like you never know 
who's tuning in, but I really don't give a fuck, for real, for real. Because at the end of the day, I'm protected at all costs, at all angles, you feel me? And, <clears throat> bro, it's only up from here, to be honest. All right, let me just close out. Because your girl's getting a little emotional. Because it's just like, damn, I I answered these questions months ago. So, like, reading these answers out loud is like, damn, like, look how far you've come. You ain't where you used to be. So, it's clearly working. Okay, the last one. Is a life that I am... Is a life that I am living the life I want to be living? And I answered, no. The life that I am currently living isn't. I want more and better. I'm tired of sitting around and saying that but not doing the work. And look at me now. I can't, I'm not even resonating with that person, with that past version of myself, who was only, which was only a few months ago, because I've been doing the work, and I just, like, I love, 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 love to see the progress, like, it's just so motivating, it's so exciting, because it's like, wow, when you recall your power, and you get your, when you get that power back, bro. It's just like, it's a crazy feeling. And I feel like these are going to be one of the episodes that I could like listen to over and over again for myself whenever I'm feeling down and remind myself like, girl, unpacking shit is the step to overcoming shit. Empower yourself. Remember who you are. you are as a whole now who you were when you was acting out because of this happened or you know vibrating at such a low frequency such as fear like i'm telling y'all fear mm, fear is something fear will keep you enslaved okay fear of something new Fear of moving on, moving forward. Fear of taking risks. Fear of betting on yourself. Bro, all that keeps you enslaved and not at your optimal, you know, self. And that's the goal, to be real. So, I know I rambled a little bit. I know I stuttered a little bit and all that. It's just like, wow. I'm just so happy I'm back. I'm so happy that there's still people fucking with this. You know what I'm saying? (sighs) Hopefully the messages that I, you know, I speak get to the right people. And, um, yeah, this this is just... A continuation of what I already laid down the foundation for. You know what I'm saying? The 20-somethings, you know, we still just trying to figure shit out after a major transition from being underneath 
our parents our entire lives, you know what I'm saying, breaking into our independence, you know what I'm saying, affirming who we are as people, and, you know, just loving ourselves like the way we should so we could then reflect that energy onto others. So, yeah. I hopefully, you know, get through this journey of mine. And hopefully I convince or put the fire underneath somebody's ass to start or even, you know, resume that journey of, you know, unpacking shit and, you know, dissecting ourselves and really taking accountability and really taking ourselves out of the hole of, you know, what life could do to us sometimes. Because life is unpredictable. And, you know, every day is a gift. Even though sometimes you feel like, ugh, I don't want to be here. You know what I'm saying? But you're supposed to be here. So, yeah. That's it for now. Love y'all. I'll be back again and again and again and again. All right? We out.